And we're back. All right. We are back in action, and we are joined by the lovely Amanda Boudouin. <laughs> I don't know why every time you say her last name, even if you say it correctly, it just sounds wrong. <laughs> yes, it does. The lovely Amanda, the uh, only woman that has ever been on this podcast. I've actually been thinking about that. So far. So I've asked another female to come on here, and I'm like, okay, uh, how do I prep for a different female? And I'm like... We set that camera up over there. We have it on the TV going to the other room. So the I was thinking above more approach. alcohol, but okay. No, yours is, <laughs> yours is probably wise. Uh, mine is to be above reproach of anyone can see in here. There's nothing that people cannot see. And I'm like, no, we're just like, I, I've seen Hollywood. I know how horrible things can seem. And I'm like, no, I want whoever comes in here to what feel safe. What topic are you wanting to discuss with this other person? Anything. If it's a female oh, in this chair, it's not my wife. I thought you wife. said you've reached out to somebody else. Yes. I oh, don't. I'm, you haven't. I'm not saying you have to say who it is. You haven't pre-planned what you would talk mm, about. Oh. Uh, or like, um, I want to talk to this person about blank. Lucid dreams. Oh, okay. There we go. <laughs> now I remember. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, we need to be above reproach in this area. If we do, if we do have a female on, I want it to just them to feel as safe as possible. Like, hey, no one's going to mess with you. We're not We're not here to attack or anything. We're just going to have an honest conversation and and you. I want you to feel as safe as possible in this environment. Just like the guys we had on Wednesday night. When we had them on, <clears throat> I really did feel like this just felt like a very comfortable environment that they felt like they could talk to us. And I'm like, that's what I'm shooting for. I want you to be comfortable while you're here. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and to to get on that since uh, we, you did mention before we hit record, we're running out of time. So let's dig in. Okay. On Wednesday, we had two gentlemen in, uh, Mike and Mike. Mike Friesen <laughs> and Mike Bruvold. Just to confuse everybody. Oh, exactly. We, we, we set a precedent of Friesen, Bruvold, and Grinch. And, pro- and promptly forgot to stick to it. Oh, yeah. Um, but <laughs> we, we had them on to talk about a missions trip they took to Africa. Oh, oh, pardon me. Tickle my throat. Yeah. And and we got done that conversation and we're like, this doesn't really fit in the BCP platform on the Blue Collar Philosophers podcast. Like this is very much an amateur Christian episode that we just recorded. Just a very long one. Yeah. And we were trying to figure out like, well, okay, how do we incorporate that into BCP, which was the original plan? Yeah. So we thought, okay, what if we do a debrief? We have a separate podcast where we can debrief about that interview we had, opine on it, and just kind of have our loose, our loose blue collar thing go and for you guys to hear this episode and feel natural and not like you're getting force fed content you didn't sign on for. Yeah. Because you heard the first half of our episode so far. It's it's normal. It's normal. It's us. It's us talking about, you know, betting on trannies. And <laughs> wow. Amanda I'm wasn't here for I'm kind of glad I it. wasn't here for that. It was great. Gold. I would have sat here just rolling my eyes. I can hear your eye roll already. <laughs> yeah. And it, yeah. So you got our regular banter, but now we're going to talk a little bit about our uh, interview with those two guys because yeah. it was something else. I was, I didn't interrupt a lot. Yeah. You were the most quiet I've heard you in a long time. I... I have listened to our podcast recently and realized I interrupt a little more than I should. And I'm like, how do I not do that? And then Friesen was like, 
I'm feeling snacky, and I'm like, I like snacks, and if you give me snacks, I will shut the fuck up. <laughs> you want me quiet? Give me snacks. I'll sit here and snack. I'll move the mic away so you're not hearing. This is why we don't keep snacks in our house, because we're like, we eat them too fast. I will, I will eat snacks. Chips, and other stuff. He like, Mike's always like, do we have any snacks? I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe some baking. That is not what I want. <laughs> I want something sweet. I want so chocolate. Good. I want chips. I want like just something that's yeah, really like bad for cla- you. Classic junk food. Yeah. Chips. They can't be like, ooh, we have some diet popcorn. So that allowed <laughs> me. Diet popcorn. Diet popcorn. <laughs> that's what I was about to say. And that's why I chose just to laugh instead. Because I'm like, oh, man. We don't right. have diet popcorn. We don't well, do that. If you guys so, want to listen to that podcast. I guarantee it is much more focused and straight to the point as what we're being. So like go very there. esoteric. That's a, that's <clears throat> one of the things. I don't know if that's the right <clears throat> word. It's it's Just very, what does esoteric it's mean? It's very evangelistic. <laughs> it was it was very, very evangelistic. It was focused and concentrated on an element of the Christian faith. And we didn't philosophize. We let it be what it was. Yeah. So a fascinating interview with two guys. It who was. Went to I really, really and did spiritual warfare and deliverance and spiritual he or uh, physical healing. Yeah, healing. Yeah, that we're we're talking like miracles and stuff. So if you want to hear their story, go to the Amateur Christian Podcast. This will go live with it. They'll be released at the same time. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to that episode, then. Welcome, because on that episode, in uh, in a preamble, we will tell you to come to this one to hear <laughs> our opinions and th- raw thoughts on it. Yeah, because, yeah, it was different. Very different from what we do here. And uh, I do worry about being called a hypocrite of, you guys swear a lot on this one, and then you're going to turn around and do this clean cut, oh, hello, everybody, uh, we are here with the amateur <clears throat> Christian pot, like, can be more than one thing we can have in conversation uh it's more of a being a all things to all men you and i have talked about this before about how you know if you're at an old folks home or you're around your grandparents you speak differently than if you're just shooting the shit with your friends right and so in that sense it's the same type of thing you're not changing who you are but like bcp you're a little more unfiltered yeah Talk about betting on trannies and yeah, another. You're still stuck on that. It's so it like... funny. I uh, the shock in Amanda's face when she heard that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, just like well, that. <laughs> I'm a little bit appalled, but at the same time, I wasn't here for the conversation, and I shouldn't yeah. be surprised. Very, so. pure, very good. Don't explain it again because people listening don't need. I don't to need be. to. Yeah, no, yes. it's fine. Um, so what made you guys want to have? Mike and Mike on to even share about it. I mean, it's okay. So we, we, in, we've known those guys for forever, like many, many, many years. So you've for, known, you've known Mike since you were in diapers. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I've known Friesen since we were in diapers and like Bruvold, like I've known for probably five or six years now, maybe even longer. And like, I know you have known Friesen <gasps> for a very long time too. How long have I known Friesen? Have I known him longer than I've known you? I don't no, know. I don't think so. I think I met him shortly after I met you. I would say like 10 years at least. Yeah, yeah. It's been yeah, at least, it's, it's it's at been least, at least a years. decade. And we I, have a I, picture of their oldest holding our <clears throat> brand new son. So. Yeah. so hearing those guys come back from this missions trip and 
tell these tales of evangelism, of miracles, of deliverance and healings and all that stuff like that. Like I was like, I've never, I've never known somebody like who's been there, come back and have access to have that kind of conversation with. Like I've known people that have done trips like that. And also the level of credibility, right? Like these are not guys that are eccentric. They're not guys who exaggerate some, like Friesen exaggerates a little bit in some areas, but not not on this. Not on this. No. Well, he's just a storyteller. Yeah, but he's like, very good at telling stories. As people, they're not dramatic. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. So and it's easy and, to believe their extreme stories because you know that's not, not how they talk normally. Yeah, and they're not liars. Yeah. Right. Like it, that's, that's one thing that I know 100% about them is they're not liars. So like the opportunity to talk to these guys in an, in a really intimate setting and be able to share it, have content and get their story out there as well as have opportunity to like ask questions that isn't like in a forum, like when we heard their stuff at yeah. their church, that was really intriguing. And I, so I was like, this is the time to do it. Yeah. To really sit down and I <clears throat> feel bad because they did tell us some stories afterwards that I'm like, I wanted that. And I'm not going to repeat them because they were just friggin' But it's, it's too extreme. It was too extreme. Too I'm much like, for the regular Joe. And I'm like, right? Oh. Yeah. And I'm really happy that he told us that directly. But at the same time, it's you're not like, our oh, place. that would have made great content. <laughs> but at the same time, you're like, you know what? Not everything's about content. Like some of your stories that you want to keep private. Oh, yeah. We're not going to blow up. We did it here tonight. I'm like, yeah, my son did this thing. And then we didn't talk about it. And then when we were on pause, I talked to Devin about it. There's some things that we just don't tell the world because it's none of your fucking business. So, um, yeah, but so that's, that's why I wanted to have them on. Did you have any other reason or honestly, I wanted more. I felt like they were very held back in the church meeting that we went to where there were things I would, I wanted them to share a little more depth than what they did there. And I know that they're trying to give glory to the right places. They're not trying to. Uh, make extreme examples of well, that, things that they, were happening. They had, the, they had the whole team up there, each person kind of like having the oh, opportunity yeah, they were to bound say, for time to say the story. So, I mean, you're bound for time. You're, you know, you're speaking to a whole room full of people. And so, yeah, it's just not as intimate. It's not as With that being depth. said, on the Thursday service that we <clears throat> went to, I think it was Thursday, yeah, uh, they they talk about it. Oh, the Thursday night, like it was a specific one. It was what two, three weeks ago at this point, or two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. And they were like the Thursday. <laughs> it wasn't like last Thursday. It was like the Thursday. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the podcast, they shared it that way. They called yeah, it the they Thursday. Called it yeah, they called it the Thursday. Okay. And so I found <clears throat> I found that kind of funny on the podcast. But at the same time, uh, at one point, they were like, "Anybody have questions?" And I'm the first one to put my hand up because. For a couple when of they were sharing at their church and we went to yes. Yes. yeah it. when, when, when they were they, sharing at their church they asked for questions and you instantaneously were like the, hey <laughs> yeah that was for two reasons one I've never seen Mike flabbergasted and without like short of words to see Friesen which we short. which we saw on their promotional video we saw yeah. Mike Friesen the guy the, you know he was on the first episode of this podcast he was on our one year anniversary where I ate the stupid he chip he has his own podcast he has he's got his own talking, podcast yeah. and his own TV show Fucker. he talks <laughs> <laughs> and yeah we saw that video clip of him come back from this the this, kingdom the palace the palace sorry the yeah. palace it's this place in Zambia called the quote unquote palace 
and he was short of words, stressed out, and just wanted the camera to go. Yeah, get that camera. F- and out he of actually way. said in that shot, didn't he say, it's like, this I is have no words, time. like, yeah. this yeah. is not the no, time? He, he, he said on the podcast, I was mad. Yeah, like, he, he was, was super pissed at Revolt for was having the camera there. He's like, get... Oh borderline get the fuck out of here <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure if he could have sworn in that moment he may have because yeah. he was just so overwhelmed by the experience that he had which on the Thursday night meeting when they shared at their church I don't know if they mentioned it again on the episode but Mike Bruvold had said I knew they were all still yeah. in a high stress level oh, yeah. and that they were still trying to yeah, sorted he, out in he their he heads and that. so he's like I thought it was kind of funny and he's like we joke about it now but I yeah. know that in the time it wasn't funny yeah. at all for them he talked about that in, in some detail about the like one of those moments of kicking the birds out of the nest like throwing them to the wolves They're like right. hey guys it's time to sink or swim yeah, yeah. and so yeah I wanted the, so one of the reasons was you don't see Mike short of words second one Somebody's got to get the ball rolling. There's too many nice people in churches, and somebody needs to be the first. And I don't mind being that guy. And I was curious, so I'll put my hand up. And and I'm very good at public speaking, so I'm not going to stutter on my words. I'm not going to be soft spoken. You're not going to hear. You're not going to say to me, "Sorry, can you speak up?" Yes, you're also the most humble person. Oh, the most humble. The (laughs) humble. My humble pie. Is the crumblest. So is is the best (laughs) humble pie on the planet. (laughs) So you're not going to have to say, hey, can you speak up? We can't hear you in the back. No, you can fucking hear me just fine. (laughs) So, and yeah, I'll I'll be that guy. I'm willing and it's fun. So so a couple days out from that interview we had with them, again, about literal healings, casting out demons (laughs) and all this stuff. What's your overall impression that you came away from? a little bit of frustration of I wish we could see that here but there's not that level of desperation we don't we don't need the faith yeah I'll say it we don't need the faith the way that they do they believe in something bigger because they believe in something bigger the guys that went to Zambia or no the people who are there okay they believe in something bigger because that's all they have we're like, no, we can explain it away. We got science. We got philosophers. We have this very Western ideal of the, pos- the the scientific possibilities. And we don't have the same desperation that they do there. We're like, no, we don't have a plan B. This is it. And it's, it's a frustration of I wish I had that, but I I cannot be that naive. I can't I can't revert to that way of viewing the world because... I just, maybe I know too much and I know what I don't know and I don't know, over overthink some things and I wish I could get there, but I don't see it happening. I do, do I believe God heals? Obviously. I can't not. It's right there. People I trust, people I know, people that have no reason to lie to me. Why? Why would, these guys are going back to their nine to five jobs. They're not coming back to uh, uh, a book deal. They're not coming back to, uh, oh, we're going to make a movie off this or sell a script. No, these, these guys have no reason to lie. Their lives are not made better by a lie. That's most of the time what happens is people have the opportunity and they can make they can make bread out of this. There's none of that. And I'm like, so is there, are what they, is what they're saying true? Yes. But my frustration is, I'm like, 
I want to see that here, but I don't know what that looks like. I think it would be a lot more terrifying <laughs> than than we think. But I mean, okay, if we're going to just if we're just going to set the premise that we are going to be upfront about our spirituality and our beliefs and lean into the mystic part of, of our beliefs and not try and, and play philosopher or play materialist. <clears throat> I think we're going to see more of that shit happen because mm-hmm. our society is getting really sick of materialism and really, really enamored with witchcraft. So do you, do you think Wicca the skeptic, and, do you think the skeptics need to take a step back? I don't think they have a choice. I think they're, I think they're going to be, passe hmm. I think in North American culture there's just so much room for doubt yeah. like it's easy to be like you know it kind of is related to the whole like we tend to have more of a plan B but like also we we have a lot of doubt in our society well, so that if if someone gets healed and it's like Oh, well, is it because you got prayed for or is it because you went mm-hmm. to the doctor three days ago and you were given medicine? No. Well, okay. Yeah, I, I see what it's you... It's easy to discount. Yeah. I see what you're saying. A miracle or a healing what because I'm thinking, it's like, well... What I'm thinking is more of the stuff is going to start happening here because people are getting sick of discounting everything. They're getting sick of... They're getting sick of, you know scientism or materialism or or just all these things like we know the human soul needs more we know it's searching and longing for more however people are so sick of christianity that they're turning towards paganism Mm. and so we're gonna just see a lot more you think we're going to see a, a pinnacle shift of... I think it's, it's going to be subtle. Like, I think it's, it's going to be subtle, but I think we're going to see a bigger cultural shift towards paganism. Hmm. And if that's the case, for us that believe in angels and demons and Christ and, you know, in all these things like this spiritual realm, that is going to mean more demonization. That is going to mean more sicknesses that aren't material in root we're going to see more people that are that are having issues that aren't mental in nature that are spiritual in nature and the need for what they're doing in zambia is going to become a need here in the decades to come well here's the question is that a good thing i think it's ambivalent it's the it's the it's, it's neither, it's the tides neither. it's the it's the tides of the tides of culture and time and stuff like that right like we're right now we're in we're in the setting sun of the Enlightenment. So, the setting sun. <clears throat> yes, the setting sun of the Enlightenment. Oh. Huh. I, well, I'm quite optimistic. So I would think that we're more th- in the, like, well, well, the I rising. Don't, uh, I, I don't think the Enlightenment is a good thing. See, the Enlightenment was <clears> the... <throat> How would you, how would you best describe it? The, mm. the structural, so, okay, so the structural, mm, the, the, the enlightenment, uh, the Western enlightenment, I guess it would be, would be the rise of scholasticism, the rise of science, the rise of materialism and the ability to make predictive, predictive, um, 
judgments and interpretation on the phenomena of life based on data, material cause and effect in such an, an organized way, science, yeah. that you figure out what is the, what is the material what of everything. And once you figure out all the what is the material what of everything, it takes away the mystery of life. Oh, I know. Like what everyone's I was to tired say. of explaining yes. everything away. Yeah, well, right, right. The, we okay. consider we consider the medieval times the dark times. That's where this this language of enlightenment comes from. They look at the you think of the dark ages, right? The kings and queens and knights and right. religion and you know all these things going on in the quote unquote dark ages before we knew better and knew what say germs were, <laughs> right? <laughs> And then we figure out like, oh, germ theory, you know, like we are starting to figure out cosmology, biology, like gunpowder, technology, like these things have stripped away the need for reliance or even acknowledgement at all of the spiritual realm. Okay. And to the materialist, that is a good thing. That is that is enlightenment. It's scientific I, enlightenment. Because it's understandable. But for for the mystic, it's a darkening. Okay. So when I said we're living right now in the setting sun of the enlightenment, what I mean is we're living in the setting sun of this age of scientism. Now. Of, oh, yeah. Okay. okay so of when explaining I was, everything <clears throat> through science and research. Now, what I, what I understood the enlightenment to be prior to this, which I still think kind of stands. Structural spiritualism. It's spiritualism that we can understand. Now, most of the time, spiritualism is is not explainable because there's things happening in a realm or understanding that we do not have mm-hmm. a firm grasp so, on okay. where S- the, the, the enlightenment is like, oh, we can explain this away with mm-hmm. science, with materialism, with all these things. So it's structured spiritual. It's like, oh, yes, there is a spiritual, but we can explain it. Yeah, yeah, I think that is probably true. But I think that came as a as a reaction, right? Like a byproduct. As, yeah, like a byproduct. Mm-hmm. Like of like, okay, we're starting to explain all this stuff with science. Like, well, how do we make sense of what happened in the Bible when obviously people can't walk on water? Well, maybe there's a sandbar there. <laughs> maybe I, I hate know? that. That 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 annoys <clears throat> me. Is the uh, explaining away every miracle in the Bible? It's like you know they wrote it down for a reason. It's because there right? wasn't. <laughs> A sandbar. These are fucking fishermen. Yeah, they didn't know about a sandbar. Oh, right. But, but you guys, you guys impulse. do the same thing in we other areas. And I'm like, <laughs> if the good Lord really Matt cared about that little aspect in the Bible, he would have explained it to us more. That's right. I still don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I, I stand by the fishermen. right. It's kind of a. It's going back and forth because there's some things you're like, oh, that's open to interpretation. And well, then there's the other yes things and. like walking on water. It's like, Everything well, is a yes no, and. I think, okay, open to interpretation, yes. But trying to trying to retroactively make it fit into, into a non-spiritual anything at all is a different thing than being open to interpretation, being open to like, okay, well, like, is this, you know... Is this uh, a symbol of something deeper? Is it just the fact that he's walked on water and was like, oh, that's neat. Does it have anything to do with the language of baptism? Or does it have anything to do with flood analogies or what 
Like, like there's, That'd be there's, an interesting one. I do not flood, have the analytical mind right, for that there's, type there's, of there's flood analogy different. would be so interesting. Yeah, right? It's... I've never thought of it that way. Okay, so... Oh. The... To, to be above the water, <clears throat> to be above the apocalyptic. Yeah, right? Oh. They're literally on a little ark. My brain hurts. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> the disciples in that moment are on an ark in chaos waters. Yeah. Hmm. Where did you hear that one? I just... Fucking epiphany. I guess I shouldn't it's, preface okay. the word epiphany with fucking, but <laughs> it's not a, I did. It's, it's not a. It's not epiphany. It's just starting to exercise muscles of of looking for connections and symbolism. Yeah. Because if if water if if water and raging storms is symbolic of chaos in a number of different places, then when you see it happen in a story, it's kind of like a little marker to be like, oh hey. Here's a hyperlink. Oh yeah! Don't don't show don't show don't show Jordan Peterson that one because he will fucking blow his top. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, like just getting back to this idea that the we're in the setting sun of this enlightenment, this post spiritual, explain everything through material means enlightenment. I think we're at the setting sun of it. It's not over. But people are getting really sick of it because we are, as a society, we're depressed, we're stressed out, like we're... Our scientific like, explanations are no longer enough. They're not enough for the soul. No. Because and depression is still there. Yeah. It's like, we, we are, oh, it's a chemical imbalance. Oh, it's well, community. Oh, but, it's this. But there's also, but there's like, also an ingrained rejection of the quote-unquote state religion that the West has had, too. So in rejection of that, when you lose, when you lose this idea of, I really want everything to be explained through science, then, and you, but you don't want to take one of the, the established Western or the established religions like Islam, Judaism, or Christianity, what does that leave you? It leaves you with, with witchcraft and spirituality that is led by thought, passion, and and whatever is coming to you. And from what we've heard and seen from these guys in Zambia, it's like those things are demonically led. Hmm. Like there's But is it is it is it demonic <clears throat> because of the lack of education of some of these villages? Ignorance. Is it is it led by ignorance of some of these villages? Because they they don't have the same educational levels that we do in North well, that's, America. That's the debate. That's the one thing mm, that I, I don't that think I struggle it's ignorance with. because they all be- that culture really for generations they've had a witch doctor. Yeah. So okay. But so you can be generationally wrong. That is true. Of yeah. Course, so you can we. You could be gener- <laughs> generationally wrong. You can just in the lack of. But again, that's materialism, right? In the lack of material explanations or science or doctors, then we'll just turn to superstition and hope it works out. Yeah, turn to superstition and hope it works out. And that, I guess that would be what you're talking about. Or it could be something real and there is actually powers and intelligences beyond human beyond the side of the physical veil that is leading and guiding these things and you know, is something that is evil. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people that struggles with the materialism <clears throat> and tries to, 
suppress my materialistic inclinations of accepting the mysticism of I know the I'm trying I'm trying so hard not to revert to it, not to revert to it I, I I the thing is I recognize it in myself but my materialistic mindset cannot explain away if I believe if I'm going to choose which I do choose I choose to believe that what these people saw was it was what it was because there's <clears throat> I have no reason to doubt them they've nothing to gain and uh, I have no reason to doubt them and I need to be like okay how do I how do I square this circle well maybe I'm the wrong shape mm-hmm. maybe I need to round my edges a little bit and be like okay there can be room for both yes and yes there are things that I do not understand and I need to accept but at the same time it doesn't make it harder it still makes it or it doesn't make it easier it makes it harder because I need to revert back well, to it means a we're mystical... Re, it means we're re-entering cognitive dissonance yeah. that we figured we were done with. Mm, Nietzsche all over again. <laughs> yeah, it's... It sucks. It's a rebirth. <laughs> I thought I was done with this crap. <laughs> nope. Isn't that where faith comes in, though? Yeah. yeah. Like you can no longer explain it with, like, logic. So you just have to... Yeah, revert back to the... Well, At some I, point, you just have to well, believe that, it's possible. The, but that, that's always been... I, I feel like it's a um, lazy backdrop of, if I don't understand it, I can just revert to faith. And, and that's been my, my back... Like, that's been my... Yeah, there's things I don't understand. If I don't understand it, I don't... 100% Angels. Perfect example is something I don't understand. But you're going to say, okay, the Bible says it. I don't need to understand it. So I'm going to be like, fine. I don't have to like it, but Fine. <laughs> I was gonna say you just you just say I don't like it. Yeah, I don't I like don't, angels. I'm I like, don't like it that's because you pe- don't understand it. Nobody Anything understands that you don't it. Understand, anyone who, com- you don't anyone like who it. claims they I'm understand gonna, it, I'm gonna push pause lying. here because the last time Amanda was on, we went down this rabbit hole. Uh, so, I, won't, I won't go into it too far. <laughs> I promise. I laugh because it's easier. Yeah, and so there's another thing too is people who are getting fed up with Christianity but don't want to don't want to be materialist are turning to witchcraft yeah or turning to wicca or turning to well even like buddhism new like this, this new agey idea well yeah. the thing is well, i mean Buddha, buddhism is not new age it's very no, it's, very it's old it's very old but the there's I, a white version of it I, that is very new the age. ideology behind it is very new agey it's just being rediscovered i i don't even know if it's being rediscovered i think it's being pilfered that's that's another way of putting it <laughs> Like, can you get a spice, a spice, la- a pumpkin spice latte with it's my the pumpkin with my religion? Sp- <laughs> Buddha is the pumpkin spice of, the, of religions, <laughs> but it's not though. Like, if you like actually talk to real Buddhists, like from that end of the world, they live a very extreme, extreme lifestyle and have very rigid beliefs. The thing that they call like New Age and bring in all the Buddhist language stuff like that right now is so vague and squishy. Oh, really? In compared to Buddhism, Buddhism is not what you think because they 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 did they did some genocidal Mm. shit in in India. Yeah, that I mean everybody does genocidal. Oh yeah, (laughs) but but Buddha like you think? I mean the the religion itself is not this wishy washy. All is good, man. It's almost like it's two religions, right? There's like true Buddhism, and then there's like the wishy-washer and like the modern pa- Buddhism that should almost be called something different. The yeah, it should be called something different. It's is not 
is really the thing that we have here that's new age is not any it's not any religion mm-hmm. it's it's passive passive buddha a lot of confusion it's, it's language pilfered from a number of different type of religions, but only the kind of things that you can hold on to without having to change your life. That's oh. so shallow. <clears throat> no, it is so shallow. But it's true. There's nothing real about it. But, uh, right? but, that's, some Christians, but that's what that's I know that Christians do the same thing. It's the, I said the prayer, so I'm good. Of relig- yeah. Yeah. Now but, I can do whatever I want because God forgi- <laughs> forgives me. He yeah. forgave me. Now I'll just now. keep living in sin. <laughs> 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 Why are you laughing? Was this a whole conversation uh, before? No, no, so I accurate just, in yeah. some ways. There's, there's a like, I, uh, yeah, there's a guy too that I'm like I'm her, I've heard that exact thing thing come out of their mouth. <laughs> uh, I think a lot of Christians use that. Yeah, God bless Jonah. Sentencing. Um, no, not even him. Mm. To much dumber. To avoid accountability. Accountability, conviction. Yeah, both. Both. Yeah, that any kind of actual practice of any sort, like it's, you know, when you can just kind of like talk about good feelings and stuff and sound like Jim Carrey all day, then mm. I mean, new Jim Carrey, not old Jim Carrey. New like, Jim, new Carrey. crazy Jim Carrey. If you can just like talk like him, like, oh, I guess you, you have religion now. <laughs> it's like yeah. that's that's the the level of depth that some the people stuff say has. he's a Christian. Jim Carrey. I've heard people say that they can say things, but then are... you see clips that are fairly recent, and it's like mostly he... kind of Christiany, but then it's like a little bit Baha'i. He's probably Baha'i. I wouldn't be surprised if he's okay. Baha'i. That's a really okay. That's that's a a good analogy. Like Baha'i religion, it's kind of like. It's it's a it's a it's a new spiritual faith movement that it's not new. I went to school with someone that was Baha'i. I don't mean new, new I don't in mean, our understanding. That's oh, fifteen years oh, ago, man. guys. Fifteen years in the world of religion. In the world of religions, a hundred years is is infantile. Yeah. So like, remember, remember that uh, what is it? Uh, Islam is only like what fifteen hundred, two thousand, not even two thousand years. No, 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 no. It's it's yeah, it's way newer. Um, what's his face from the office? Yes. Yeah, Dwight. Fucking Dwight Schrute. Dwight Schrute. Um, he's he's of the Baha'i religion, uh, and so they accept uh, all Wilson. faiths. There's okay. Th- so there's a couple guys, f- ex members of the club that we were just in, uh-huh. who have got involved in a church called the. It's not the United Church, but it's it's kind of a it's like a United. It's, it's got the words United in Church in it. I forget exactly what it's called. It's different than what we think of as the United Church. But they're... United Methodist? No, 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 no. Like, it's, it's none of that. Super United. It's, it's, just, it's just United, you know, and church in the name. Anyways. But they, like, to get ordained there, it's basically a weekend. It's a weekend thing. But their ordination has nothing to do with Christianity, other than being like Christianity is a faith that we accept as well as, oh. and like you get a book on how to practice uh, Wiccan rituals and you get uh, a book on how to do uh, healings on, uh, healings with do herbs. I need, and... Do I need to mute you, Amanda? <laughs> <laughs> the big sign. <laughs> I... So, and I looked it up and it's like, we are a faith that is of all faiths. How like is that it's, not Baha'i? It's, it's, it's basically, yeah, it's basically like a... Like Baha'i light? Baha'i light, light. <laughs> I, I guess. But 
that's the kind of thing that I'm talking about, right? Like there's a breakdown, there's a breakdown of these boundaries that ultimately leads to like delving into paganism. Do you ever worry that us just talking about Baha'i gives light to something that somebody Not could really. look at? It's, no, no, I don't. We have enough disdain in our voice. Yeah, that's true. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, I think they're onto something. It worries. Okay, well, is it the United but Church it, of if Canada? If we talk about it, uh, I, I, the people that I was seeing this were like from South Carolina. Oh. So the only reason I say that is because if we were to, if we worried like that, we wouldn't say a whole lot of things. Yeah, because you can't, you can't be afraid. People of... are going to be like, "What trannies? <laughs> we can bet on tranny sports." Exactly. Like with that being there's said, certain things you know what we mean when the, we mean it. The best way to deal with this is to have a tranny league. <laughs> You're back on that. <laughs> what a just saying. Turn. If we're gonna do it, how, my, how do you put up with him? <laughs> <laughs> he knows not to bring up this shit with me. <laughs> Like when you when you're talking about something, and he's like, "This reminds me of something we talked about three hours ago." That I'm going to (laughs) derail this conversation and to get back into it. Ah, yeah, I love you, brother. It's fun. This is why we do it on the blue collars and not the other one. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, like to get back to why doesn't it happen in more here? Like I think it's going to. You think it's going to? I really do. Like, the thing is, it, start happening the thing more. is, the spiritual, the, the spiritual um, oppression is happening. We just don't recognize it for what it is. I know that. Yeah, because but I've seen it firsthand, and they spoke about it. Uh, I don't know if it was afterwards or during, but they spoke about it, and they're like, "No, this is happening." Yeah, it exists at the margins. Like it, ex- it exists in the margins and the nooks and crannies and crevices. But I think a lot of the rest of us are under an oppression of of levelness, right? Like it's oh, okay. So uh, have have you ever read the Screw Tape Letters? Either, either bit, of you? Yeah, bits bits. I didn't finish it. I started it and just never yeah. quite got around to it. So, I think I read some, but I was probably like a teenager, so it was probably a little bit over my head, yeah. and so I need to read it again. Yeah, so it's it's a fascinating book where C.S. Lewis, like, he gets into the head of of a demon. A pro- protege. Protege is no, a no, demon. No, no, no. He's, the, he's in the... Yeah, but he was dealing with Wormwood, which was yeah, the yeah. higher. Yeah, so he was, he was in the voice of the higher demon writing to, writing to his... Writing my to dear his Wormwood. Isn't yeah. that how most of yeah, this exactly. book Yeah, exactly. My dear, my dear Wormwood. Screw tape was the one who was writing to Wormwood, his protege, and telling him how to oppress his his human. How to do what Satan does. Yeah, and ev- all of his tactics were to were to be subtle. Like, because mm-hmm. this is how polite British society works. If you want, if you want this person to go to hell, you have to refrain from calling attention to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like that is first and foremost, you refrain from that at all cost. The best and easiest way to get a comfortable person to go to hell is by small degrees. Like that, because we're living in, we're living in an ocean of Christianity. We're living in an ocean of churches. We're living in a world where the old gods were defeated and cast out by forebearers like 1500 years ago. Not like Zambia, where witch doctors are paid by the state 
to be placed around the, like around doing rituals and like keeping the whole thing going. Like we're under a passively whole... too. They're not. They. I don't think they're aware of what they're doing. Right. So rather than being a pagan nation state ruled by pagan principalities, we are more like the Church of Laodicea. Hmm. However, that Church of Laodicea in its apathy and overall shittiness is losing the hearts of of the people and they're falling away. And they've fallen away into an an absence of God. They've fallen away into atheism or agnosticism or apathetic Christianity. Hmm. So what is what is a vacuum abhor, or sorry, what like a nature abhors a vacuum, right? Mm-hmm. So that vacuum of falling away from the church will suck in the other thing, and I think we're at the precipice, spiritually speaking, of that vacuum sucking in these other principalities and forces and cultural ways of thinking that we haven't had in in our living in a in a time of Christendom. Does that make sense? I yes. Well simultaneously I had a hard time pushing a thought out of my head. You know how sometimes you get a thought in your head where you're like, I'm listening, I'm doing my best to listen, but a thought has injected itself into my brain and I'm having a hard time It's almost like a loud surpassing it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when I was in high school not high school, adult ed, because I'm a fucking retard and I had to go to school twice. No, you're not. Stop saying that. <laughs> that was my wifely duty. That was my... Uh, yeah. Okay, so I was uh, tasked with writing a short story or writing something, and I created a script, and I decided that I'm going to create a script of a, a play of called The Guardians, and it had to do with very screw-tape letter-esque uh, build of a world behind the world um, play. And it I don't know why I've forgotten about this up until now, but it had to do with these demons that were fighting over a soul and where the goal was never to conquer the soul, but to create a state of apathy of good is good enough. Where this guy who, he was just messing around with a girl. Oh, he was just hanging out. Oh, he was just doing this, just doing that. And it became this, oh, if he just gets pregnant. Oh, if he just focuses on work. If he just focuses on these things. If he gets pregnant? Sorry, gets a girl pregnant. Oh, okay. Apologize. <laughs> and, I mean, and, now. I uh, know. I was very out of my time. Uh, <laughs> and where it became a uh, when his life becomes all about his work and his his faith becomes apathy, where it w- didn't take to the forefront, where when that becomes his focus, everything else takes a back seat. Same thing with the screw tape letters of not drawing attention to itself to the point of his faith not meaning anything at all. And I realized that I wrote that. Oh, God damn. What's uh, 18, 19 years ago? Mm. I wrote this 19 years ago. I, I, I'm quite sure I have a floppy disk with the words when you were The like Guardians 20? on. Like I said, kind of dumb. Had to go to school twice. 
And I think we do have a disc. We have a that, disc that says The Guardians. I think we do. Yeah. And it was this play that I wrote and my I even almost turned it into a, something that I was working towards putting on stage. Like I had friends like actors and we were looking oh, cool. at the script. I'm not kidding. It was very stupid and small, but you know, something that I was working towards. And now looking at the screw tape letters through that same lens, I'm like, shit, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's the same thing over there. There's nothing new under the sun. It's Ecclesiastes all over again of this is not my idea. It was just an idea that grasped me in the moment, and yeah. I just kind of wrote and, it out. And why wouldn't it? Because that's the spiritual world that you live in, that you yeah. were lived and born in. Yeah. Like, why Why wouldn't it? Do you, do you know what's the worst part about that? What's that? You, can you take your headphones off for a while? I'll still hear you. I was trying to hook up with a girl well, um, my, my second lead in that, so I was going to be the lead character, and this girl that... <laughs> You were going to Brad Pitt that. I was going to Brad Pitt the shit out of that. (laughs) You were so ridiculous. I was. You thought that would win her over? I knew the girl. And uh, yeah, it would have won her over. If not for the grace of God that kept that play from actually moving forward. Hallelujah, Jesus. (laughs) Praise Jesus. Praise the Lord. Uh, No, it was was really interesting because, no, I had lined it up and everything like the, the, the... the, the, my my uh, co-main character was a girl that I was very interested in and she was interested and I'm like oh this could be great and then I'm like yeah. this was the story did you write a kissing scene into your show just no, for no. that purpose there was an obvious fade out with that being said there was a fade out <laughs> for a purpose for a purpose and <laughs> I yeah that that my, that had crossed our, our minds when you're 20 and sex is on the brain yep well and full and philosophy and philosophy of course <laughs> there's nothing more sexy than, than considering you know the the state of your eternal soul with that being said i never wrote it with that intent but when we're it like hey we kind of sort of happened no when we when we were like hey we could turn this into something that's what people say when, when they it, get knocked when, up like, <laughs> <laughs> it just sort of happened i tripped and fell it went in <laughs> It's not my fault. Seven months later. uh, (laughs) Sorry, that was a joke from last week. Uh, But yeah, no, I had had written this thing and I'm like, oh, this could get turned into something. And we started working towards it. And then the girl that I was like thinking of at the time, I told her about it. I'm like, and she's like, oh, when the lights go down, what do you think? I'm like, yeah. Not thinking because I was 20 because I was fucking stupid. I was 20. You weren't Nin- thinking with the proper 20. head. That's right. <laughs> Looking back, I was saved by the grace of God, and yeah, and and my laziness to actually get something off the ground. <laughs> so I think the Screw Tape Letters by C.S. Lewis was kind of actually a predictive text. Because that's exactly what's happened in the world. We've come to this point now in, in Western in the Western world. Yeah. Yes, but. We've gotten so... Oh, my chair. I adjusted my chair because I was trying to tilt it. It's too upright for me. Sorry, I keep adjusting microphones on people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the screw tape letters in Western... Predictive. It, it was world. predictive in a sense because I think that's what has led us to where the world is now. We've gotten so so okay with little nuances or subtleties. And compliance. And compliance. Like, oh, we'll just... Like, you know, just like the screw tape letter says is like, oh, you got to be subtle and like 
don't let them realize that it's you working. It's like let them think that it's themselves or whatever. And so, you know, we've gotten so okay yeah. with evil oh, lyrics in songs or evil movies where it's just like there's flat out demons and evil stuff happening in these things and it's become a part of our culture and at, we've all just been okay with it at this and moment so, we're going to promote focus on the family and uh only that ever <laughs> Sorry. Uh, i just feel bad and so now things. like no wonder everyone has identity issues in the way that they do because you know, society's almost groomed us that way to be like, oh, it's okay because of everything else leading up to now. So now, you know, it's like, oh, there's these secret societies and the Illuminati and all this different... <laughs> QAnon. And there's these Quanin? different... What's a Quanon? Quanon. Secret societies that are pure evil. Yeah, th those aren't new. But that's what I'm saying is that nowadays they're trying to act like, oh, we're just learning about these. But society has accepted them. And it's only now that Christians and people with half a brain are like, wait a second. It's not new, but it's been so subtle for so long. And now that it's blaringly obvious, there's so many in the world that don't see it for the obviousness that it is. Just trying to process that. We went straight to QAnon. I'm just. I'm <laughs> you're, just still, you're still stuck on Quanon? Quanon. Ah. Uh. I mean, yeah, there's. Yeah, to your point, like, there is so much more blatant spiritual, Im like, satanic, demonic, et cetera, imagery being used and stuff like that. But in some ways, like, one thing that that I really noticed like they hammered home a lot on on the, the podcast that, that you guys will listen to an amateur Christian podcast please tune in this <laughs> plug <laughs> is whenever whenever they said like the demonic manifested itself it was used as a distraction from oh, what huge. they needed to be doing so in some ways, like I kind of see that happening on a cultural scale too. Like you said, like all these things we, you know, people are thinking it's like, oh, it's fun. It's new. It's, it's whatever. And then we're getting all butthurt over it. It's Christians. Like are you, why are you, you guys just seeing now that they're, that they're doing devil worship in concerts and stuff like that. But it's, if it's manifesting that way and it's led by an intelligence that's worth any kind of thing to be called intelligence and not just being like retarded. It's a distraction. So the real demonic things isn't that idiot singing unholy on the Grammys and dressed up like a gay devil. Like there's. Isn't that redundant? <laughs> Sorry. Stop. <laughs> what? We but... were focused here. Sorry. You are a distraction, Mike. Yes. The real evil would be something else. The real evil would be something of much more consequence, subtlety, befitting the intelligence of the evil one it serves. That made my brain hurt. <laughs> so you think...
you think those types of things, like, okay, that Grammy performance, for example. Is a distraction. Is a distraction yeah. from if, more worse evil that is happening? Yeah, because it's making yeah. itself too obvious. It's so obvious and we get so focused on it as, you know, let, let's say Christians or people that are upset about purity issues and stuff like that. We're like, we're spending and wasting so much breath on and the energy. Grammys, which is a total shit show garbage thing anyway. Right. That we are perhaps missing more nefarious things. But for instance, like... Like the ridiculousness of a Super Bowl halftime show when, you know, everyone's... Yeah, when everybody... During the actual when Super Bowl, uh, all the crimes that are happening. Yeah, like there could be that or there could be like the chat GPT stuff and the artificial intelligence oh. that is getting slipped in that is... Displacing humanity. Yeah, displacing dis- displacing jobs, humanity, displacing, displacing creativity, right. economic stability, everything, creativity. Look at the jokes. Like Trump just released one when it came to DeSantis, uh, <clears throat> proclaiming, "Hey, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be running for president." He had Hitler and a bunch of other things going on, and I'm like, that was created by ChatGPT, or it was created by an AI program, and it was a subtlety. It was something that's not in your face. It was just a passive, mm-hmm. passive comedy. Strangest thing in the world, yeah. or even even in just more subtle in general, would just be doing something silly that would spark in us the level of blind outrage and lack of the fruit of the spirit. You had to pull us hmm. out of that, right? Like, how do you get out of that when you? or when we're spending all of our time on social media getting enraged by all the stuff we're seeing and basically spending all this time feeding sinful and fleshly passions through enragement or upsetness or... It's like, I mean, like, so there's so many... Well, our active passion has become inactive passion. Right, yeah, like when you're just... Because we're passionate on, you know, uh, what's the term... Um, Keyboard warriors. Yeah, you're right. You're, right. We're wasting so That's much an energy. Inactive passion. So much energy and passion and hatred and anger. All this stuff is rising up in us, and we're pouring it not into action, but we're pouring it into keyboards. So basically, we are losing focus on the fruit of the spirit, and not even gaining anything for it. There's yeah. no trade-off. Yeah. So your passion's for nothing. You're and, and in doing so, you're becoming less holy. Hmm. So posting ghost. Or just don't post. Cut. Or just don't post. Or don't post. So it's, you know, like See, you said. But a- all these things happening in North America, I'll tie it back in to the missions trip in Zambia and stuff like that. I think when we compare, you know, like why doesn't that stuff happen here? I think, personally, that a lot of that stuff doesn't happen here because we've gotten so okay with the buildup of evil nuances that for us to fully recognize and be like, God did that, there was no way it was something else, it's almost like God's move has to be that much bigger because of all the other stuff we built up around it. All the other distractions that we've put there. That we've let get past. So are you saying, okay, I'm going to say, you know, benefit of the doubt that for some people, 
this is not a, um, how do I put it? Uh, for some of us, it's, for some people, it is obvious in your face, and for other people, it's just, it's a slippery slope. Oh, yeah, it's fine. It's only part of, like, it's a small step. It's not that big of a, it's like, it's like, What do you okay, mean by it? You're saying a lot of um, it's in there. The cultural decline of having a tranny, whatever the fuck he is, Sam, whatever the hell his name is. So you have completely lost me. I'm sorry. The guy who did the song Unholy at the Super Bowl. Okay, yeah. He's a non-binary blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I don't care how he identifies. He, he has a the devil. So what I'm saying is, for some people, they see it as a, it's a good song. It's very attractive. It's very interesting. And so for for us as Christians, we're like, hey, that's a step too far. But for some Christians or some so-called Christians, they say, oh, it's just music. It's the world. It's what we expect. So for some people, we're very, we're looking for every small thing that, or every everything that happens is like, okay, that's Satan. Where other people are like, oh, that's just the way the culture goes. Do you know what I'm so, saying? Like, it's, okay. I, yeah, so I, I see, like, so every for everybody that says, like, oh, that's just how culture goes, like, you're kind of being tacitly, you're, you're tacitly letting it happen. Yes. Without, like, without thinking about it or realizing it's happening. It's like, it's like bad music, right? It's like, they listen to some music, it's like, oh, it's just a song, it doesn't mean anything, and you're like, are you listening to lyrics? Are you listening to the words of the song Unholy? Do you know the song Unholy? It's pretty shitty. It's all about a, mm-hmm. it's, it's all about um, adultery and about these people sneaking around doing what they ought not do and what they know to be wrong. And it's an entire song about. It. And the thing is, it actually proclaims it as unholy. This is a bad thing. If you look at the lyrics of the music itself, it's calling it out as a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And but but then they portray it in this way of kind of celebrating it you know. Bor- yeah. borderline celebrating is but at the same time if you look at the lyrics it's like no this is something unholy this is something bad you're sneaking around when you ought not to with somebody that you should not and i'm just like i'm very confused by the music and the message that they're putting forth oh the the song sounds catchy but when oh you, it's super catchy when you listen to the word well that's the problem right is that it's like oh we let it slide because it's catchy but, but the, but the, the lyrics is, are actual shit. Well, the lyrics are shit, but simultaneously the message is saying this is a bad thing. I've yeah, listened but, to the song because I have Spotify and it goes on after yeah. a podcast. So the the song, it. like you could you could say you could you could perform it in a certain in a certain way with a certain intent and context, and make an important make an important statement about how these actions are not good for the human soul mm-hmm. yet like using the lyrics as as they are i think there's a way to do that however the song itself isn't doing that it's kind of it's playing with sin mm-hmm. you know and it's kind of sitting there being like oh you see this you know this is this is something unholy but we're gonna we're gonna sing it we're gonna perform it we're gonna celebrate it mm-hmm. And we're going to, you know, we're going to dress up and like, this is going to be the hit. Everybody's going to be singing. Everybody is going to have adultery on the mind. Everybody's going to have sneaking around on them. Everybody's going to be thinking about the, the illicit fruit, you know, of yeah. doing something that you know not to do. But it makes, 
and but, but and attaching it and attaching it to something you like. It's to right a, because it's a catchy song. Good. It makes it acceptable, but whether or not it's calling but it unholy. That's the thing they, it is a catchy song, but it's like um, you ever heard of uh, Randy Travis's "The Other Hand." Randy Travis has a song on. Uh, on one hand, there's this woman that can fulfill all his dreams, but on the other hand, there's a rock on his finger. So he's talking about his marriage. Yeah. So he, he he he's weighing the consequence of what he was, what he has right in front of him of this woman, and on the other hand, there's a golden band that mm-hmm. represents his you know commitment to his wife. And so it's the same thing with this song. I looking at the song itself, I've listened to the song. I don't think the performance that was put forth at the Grammys with the Satan outfit properly represents the song. With that being said, okay, but you, with so that you're being assuming... said, I want to say uh, most of their music is written by a robot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Man, that's for another time. And that is I why know. we came to this it's, podcast it's tonight. For another time. <laughs> but you're, you're ignoring something in art that is important and that's subtext. Yeah. Lyrics don't convey all meaning. Subtext. They're not the whole message. They're yeah. not the, the lyrics are not the whole message. No matter what way you slice it, subtext communicates at least like 30% of what you understand when you hear something. And that's but it's a hard thing to put your finger on. It's like it's like saying, you know, what's a beard? Like Oh yeah. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I know yeah. I know I, you I, have a beard right now. I know, I know you have a beard. Um however, if you were to shave it and start growing, we would be like, you know, like I'd be like at what point is it kind of a beard, right? Like you kind There's of like this you, double you, you know it when you know it. Yeah. How do you define what it is, right? Subtext is similar. It's it's something where you can hear something and be like you're saying something and communicating meaning that I am understanding. We both have the wink and the nod. We know what's going on here, but you can have plausible deniability, you know, in in just looking at the words itself. Yeah. Right? You're like, what do you mean? I, I, I'm saying adultery is bad. Come on. Okay. Right? I, I hear what you're saying. Right? But the subtext, the way, the wink, the nuances that are all part of hum- human communication can turn those plain lyrics, if read in woodenly and plainly and literally, into something entirely different. Yeah. And I think that's what happened is like, I think what happened in that performance when it comes to the, the demonic representation of what that song actually was is I don't think the person who was dressing up as Satan actually knew what he was singing. Looking at it is like, he's just putting on a show. That wasn't him. It was just a show. He's getting paid. No, it's his song though. No, he no, wrote it. it. What? No, it no, wasn't. I call no bullshit on that. Bullshit. <laughs> he doesn't know shit. He 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 Pop didn't write writers it. don't write their own music. They don't. They're straight shit. If He's, they were good, Samuel Smith is listed as one of the songwriters. So? I brought up the lyrics already. Okay, okay. To get a credit on a on a song as a songwriter, all you have to do is one statement, one word. Saying, "Hey, a let's line. do it in the key of G." You have a songwriting credit. Yeah, there are robots writing those songs. They're literally like they do not. Maybe, but okay. I'm. I have the lyrics in front of me. 
And they're not saying that cheating or no, no, it's, it's not glorifying it. But it that's is what glorifying I, it. No, it's not. Have what? you have you heard the song itself? The way that it was written, it was like uh, you've been going around doing something unholy. I can read you the lyrics. Read me the lyrics. Give her. Mommy don't know daddy's getting hot at the body shop doing something unholy. He lucky, lucky, yeah. He lucky, lucky, yeah. He lucky, lucky, yeah. He lucky, lucky, yeah. I know. It's such right? shit. <sighs> a lucky, lucky girl. She got married to a boy like you. She'd kick you out if she ever, ever knew. About all the you tell me what you do. Dirty, dirty boy. You know, everyone is talking on the scene. I hear them whispering about the places that you've been and how you don't know how to keep your business clean. Mommy don't know daddy's getting hot at the body shop doing something unholy. He's sat back while she's dropping it. She'd be popping it. <laughs> yeah, she put it down slowly. Um, oh, 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 he left his kids at home. writing. So he can get that. Mommy don't know daddy's getting hot at the body shop doing something unholy. Mm, daddy, daddy, if you want it, drop the Addy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, these are obviously... These- uh, this is why I listen to metal. Give me love. Give me Fendi, my Balencia, Balenciaga daddy. You gonna need to bag it up because I'm spending on rodeo. Woo. It's <laughs> <laughs> such shit. I'm, we're trying to give the song so much of the benefit of the doubt, but it's so hard. You it's... can watch me back it up. I'll be gone in the AM and he he get me Prada, get me Moo like Rihanna. He Ah. Uh, he always call me because I never cause no drama. And when you want it, baby, I know I got you covered. And when you need it, baby, just jump under the covers. Mummy don't know no, daddy's no. getting hot at the don't, body don't shop. Don't attitude, just, just straight lyrics. Well, you, you, it's kind of fun. You, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being very good at not singing it, though. You're lucky. Mummy don't know daddy's getting hot at the body shop doing something unholy. He sat back while she's dropping it. She'd be popping it. Yeah, she put it down slowly. Oh, 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 he left his kids at ho oh, oh, so he can get that. Mommy don't know daddy's getting hot at the body shop doing something unholy. So they're not saying it that it's bad. You no, know, they're calling no, it unholy. They're, they're, imp- they're implying that the person doing this is obviously doing something that is unholy. It is not right. And, you know, like he's the guy that would leave his kids alone at home so he could go get some. Like it's like there is shade being thrown there. Oh, yeah. Right, but I, they're saying I, he's getting away with it. No, so no, they are saying he's doing something that he ought not to. It's the way that, from hearing it as it was and looking at the lyrics, he is doing something he know he ought not to. Mm-hmm. But, but there is no to, implied to, consequence. There's no so implied, no implied consequence. consequence. By that default, there's, there's they're not, saying it's actually okay because he's no, not. No, no one said it was okay at any point in the th- in the song. No, I'm I'm with Mike on this one. Like, just because you don't say consequence doesn't mean you're not observing something that is bad. It's just nothing wrong came of it. Yeah. Like, that happens all the time. People get away with, with heinous shit. That doesn't mean that, you know, it's, it's okay. It just means that, like, the narrator who is just narrating a scenario is saying what is happening. And he's calling it unholy. Yeah, but to Amanda's point, (laughs) because I think Amanda is reading this with the implied subtext. Yes. Right. Like the implied subtext of the whole thing, the whole presentation, the whole song, the melody, everything like that. It is playing with it. 
in a really, really unhealthy way that stirs up passion, that stirs up naughtiness. Like yeah. there's a, there's a, like, a like you said, like there's a, there's a playing with the taboo and like kind of a wink and a nod to, right. the, to this being naughty. Performance or not. I'm not talking about the performance. I'm talking about the song itself. It should. But, it but, is, well, but, but it's I, not. I, Randy Travis did the same thing. It's not Randy actually... Travis did the same thing. On the other hand, with the song "In the Other Hand," a country classic, I might say. Mm-hmm. Using the word "unholy" though doesn't mean that it's condemning the action. I, I would know. say it does because I, of the I implied meaning does. of "holy." Because because I think they have a cultural understanding of the word "holy." They know what they're doing is wrong, even if they're doing it. They know what they're doing is wrong. But everyone does things that they know are wrong. It doesn't make it okay. No. I never said it was okay. But No, I, in fact, they're saying it's not. <laughs> they're acknowledging its badness and reveling in it. With that being said, the song and the performance at the Grammys, I, I don't think it properly represents the consequence of them. Like, I don't think Sam, whatever the fuck his name is. Smith. Uh, cares. He's putting on a show. I no, don't I think, think I don't I, think he's no, as conscious. I don't know. He does a lot of weird shit. Yeah, but he's a like, fucking no, weirdo. He, yeah, weirdo, but a per, like a perverted one. Like he's yes. a, he's a he's a perverse individual. So I think he but is I think he's he, in on the joke. I don't think he's, he's hyperconscious. I don't think he's actually thinking of it and he doesn't care. I I would give the apathetic card to it before I give the conscientious Fuck those people card. But that being said, whatever whatever cosmic, you know, intelligence or whatever that is operating in that is doing something more than just it being a shitty pop song. But we can we can talk about the same with idea that. with something with more stakes, okay? Okay. Let's talk Ruth Bader Ginsburg and abortion. Okay. Right? Like that's something that is now culturally celebrated by a massive majority of the world. And even though Ruth, ba- Ruth Bader Ginsburg really said, literally said, this is based on bad law. But doesn't matter. She's, she's she, now, she might've backed it. She backed it. Basically now. She, yeah, she backed it, but she's become like the patron saint of abortion, of abortion. <laughs> and I don't, I don't mean that. I'm not saying that flippantly. I know they've literally made a statue of her in New York city. In New York city. Yeah. That is her with her with her braids curled into ram's horns and her legs being replaced with with the Leviathan legs. And, and it's not by somebody on the right who no, is trying is to make a them. mockery no, of yeah. her. It is somebody of the left being like, we need to glorify her with this. Yeah, it's their easy thing. Yeah, it's. For lack of a better word, it's demonic. It's it's celebrating, it's celebrating this thing that we believe to be monstrous and awful and purely evil, resulting yep. in the death of of children. And to honor the person who has done this, they've made them a hybrid monster, mythical being, and the patron saint of it. Uh, Right? So, like, real stakes, real shit. Yeah. This is normal Western things unknowingly blurring the lines between material 
material arguments for abortion and mythical symbolism, spider in the pulpit, two doves attacking <laughs> attacking the Ukraine imagery. Yeah. It's bleeding together into one thing where the the spiritual, symbolic, demonic representation of it is is there saying this is what's happening real murder from abortion and we're celebrating it and honoring it and venerating it in in the same way that we do icons in the same way that we do the cross of christ in the same way that we do statues of angels in the basilicas in the same way that we do the images of the cherubim on the ark of the covenant (laughs) like this is molech this is I, I don't, this is an idol to a demon. <laughs> I couldn't, in the name of this lady named Ruth Bader Ginsburg, like, that's uh, super fucked up. It, yeah. Like, so it's things like that that make me think more than, more than this, you know, this pop song. It's things like that that make me think the, the lines are, are blurring and, actual actual devotion to dark powers is coming back so do you would you say then that the black and white is getting more obvious or that the gray is getting bigger oh the gray is expanding yeah the i was asking devin i'm sorry okay so i don't i don't play with the dichotomy of, of black and white. Like I, I try my best to see the world in technicolor. So there's green, there's orange, there's red. <laughs> like it's, I don't, I don't. Right. Wanna... Very, very nuanced view of you. I think more of like the black and white of like good versus evil or good, obviously would be like God in heaven and mm-hmm. evil would e- obviously be. Hell and bad. To put it like, to yeah. put it like super simply, right? Hell bad. Hell bad. Heaven good. So Sorry. what? What I would what I would say is we are moving from we're moving from a vacuum into a space filled with with more spiritual reality, and that doesn't mean black is getting blacker, or white's getting whiter, or things are more getting gray. What I'm saying is. In the lack of anything, now there's more things. Yeah. And that interact- where there where there is nothing, the void will be yeah. filled. And that interaction with more things will mean we will need an actual answer for it. Yeah. We will not be able to just rely on, like you know, lazy faith or or you know dead dead religion like. The Church of Laodicea doesn't have what it takes to handle what's coming. Mm. That's terrifying. So, like, for the general population, I'm not saying for Christians or specifically non-Christians. Well, I'm saying for the general population of the, the world. For the passive Christians, too. Sh- Sorry. I'm saying for the general population of the world, you're saying it's not so much uh, whether or not you believe in God, but what are all the options. Yeah. And then so almost rather, an intertwining of them, like... Yeah. Rather than rather than people being devoted and faithful to no gods, 
instead of being agnostic or atheistic or worshiping the devil or not worshiping dancing to the devil's beat but ignorantly instead we're going to I think we're going to find a society that is actually taking sides that is actually saying no I am faithful to this I serve that and I'm doing it willingly so it's yeah we're I think we're just moving away from a time of agnosticism into a time of more real more real religion like the time of Jesus the time of the apostles the time of all that atheists did not exist that was that was nonsense to think atheists or agnostics were were people like you were maybe an outlier but the whole world was a world of no I'm devoted to Yahweh no I'm devoted to Baal no I'm devoted to that that's where I'm bored that's the god I serve I've been indicted and inducted in rituals into this god this is this is where I am. I've been through like literal rituals to be one of the children of this God. Like we do when we get baptized. That stuff is going to start coming back. Like, hmm. like Wicca, there's rituals. Like it's, it, that's a, that's a new version of witchcraft that is kind of, it's, it's, a, it's an, it's going to be a newish religion. It is a newish religion. It's not like witchcraft of the Norse gods or or any of that, which all died out, and there's no real records of what their actual religion consisted of. But people are going to start. It's living... almost like a sub-religion, right? Yeah, it, people are like... going to start living a more devoted religious ritual life, devoted to things instead of being merely atheist or merely philosophical or merely agnostic. So, kind of like, uh... I'm just trying to understand. So you're saying, kind of more like, um. Not so much a 180 from science directly to God, but like a 175 to something else spiritual, but maybe not necessarily God. Yeah. Like why, why go to Jesus who you hate because of all this time spent with a dead, with a dead church when you can go to this, this other demon that is promising you the moon and saying, I can do it and providing happy, you know, short-term results or things like that and actually having that spirit really interact with you like the spirits in Zambia really interact with the witch doctors and children and people like man like those guys they were talking on that podcast or actually after the podcast was done like this was stuff they didn't want to talk about on on the show but they were talking about encountering children who had been through horrific horrific things and completely demon possessed, not because they were accidentally, you know, like exposed, not yet exposed, not just because, well, they're African. So obviously they're, you know, like a demon found one and latched or on. not necessarily generational or yeah, not necessarily generational. Like, oh, this is leftovers from three generations past, but literally their children took them to a witch doctor and had horrific, horrific rituals performed on them. Which they did not elaborate on, and I don't. I didn't press for it because of my fear of understanding what kind of rituals that were formed on them. That's terrifying. Well, well they it, might not have been fully. Is, but the thing is, knowledgeable you're not about willing that to say what it is. Okay. That well, means let's you know let's just let's speak in generalities here. In gen, in generalities, 
pagan, these, these kind of pagan rituals, not like, you know, if you're like a Wiccan right now, you're going to be like, no, we don't. You're different. You're new and watered down. <laughs> you're like, yeah, you're the Bud the Light. Pagan of, light. <laughs> you're the Bud Light of this. Okay. <laughs> so literally actual real fucking paganism. Yeah. Like the, the pagan rituals and stuff like that usually involve animal sacrifice bloodletting or drinking or uh sexual rituals and sexual okay um this is going to be harsh or pain and body if you're letting your kids listen to this point you're fucking stupid there are some tribes in africa that i've heard of that they have such sexual uh rituals that involve uh ejaculating into a Lord, forgive me for this one. Ejaculating into a boy's mouth until it's coming out his nose. Like, fucking horrendous. I've Hor- never heard... I've, I've, I have heard oh, that one. God. And when you've heard that kind of shit, you're like, how the fuck are these people allowed to survive? How are we letting these cultures, air quotations for those that can't fucking see it, exist? Because we say, how could God let... Israelites destroy Canaan. Oh, that's so much better. Right? Like, because that's... If you think of... Maybe that's why people don't want to go to Africa. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. No, like... No, I get it. No, If it's not in your world, if you haven't experienced it, then you don't have to deal with it. There is some horrible shit that's happened in some cultures that we are not... We, as Westerners, are not ready for. Yeah. And it's it's so bad, and I'm... (sighs) So, like, you're going through this. On one hand, you're literally being f- traumatized by what is happening to you. Like, I'm whether it's animal sacrifice or whatever other things may be part of it. But you're, on one hand, being absolutely traumatized. On the other hand, re- instead of just had being traumatized as if like a rape victim or somebody who sees something horrific, like you'd witness a car crash and people being mutilated, you're actually having somebody in communion with a demon invite that demon and his friends into you and then become part and become communion with it. That's so that's the kind of shit that is happening there. And we don't know what we're playing with. But people in their boredom and longing and deep-seated, <laughs> deep-seated longing are toying with the first drips and drabs of this. Yeah. There are things that are happening that we just, we can't understand as Westerners. But I tell you, with time, this, why don't we see that here? It's going to happen. And we're going to be like, man, I would like this a lot better when we were just apathetic. Right. It's so much easier. Well, I think generally speaking as Christians, I know for me, it feels like a long time for a long time. The hardest thing we've had to deal with is like, Lord, our bills are tight. I need you to provide for me. Or tranny. Yeah. Stop. No, no. no, Sorry. No, the tranny story hour that's taking over the Western media right now. Not trying to do that, but it's the, oh, it's this thing okay. that is taking over the Western media right now, where it's like, yeah, it's really simple. Don't take your kids to the library. 
it's, I'm not trying to make something of it. It's it's right. the it's very easy for us to avoid if you know this. that's happening or if there's a pride night, don't go. Yeah, you can just not go where this is not part of our culture because we're we're capable of abstaining from it. Where they're not capable. Well, of just that. like just like the songs, right? If that song is that bad, just don't listen to it, and then yeah, it really, won't keep climbing the charts. Has my has my has, has our kids heard that song? No, guarantee. Mm, guarant- they probably keep. have heard it. No, I don't think so. I'm sure, like, it's all over TikTok and stuff. I'm sure there's been a bar. No, I mean, our kids don't have TikTok, TikTok, but on the weekends they get some YouTube time and there's ads. So any kind of reels or whatever. And it's on, like, shows. Like, it's one of those big, big pop songs. It's it's almost impossible not to hear a bar. (laughs) Pardon me. But, yeah, to your point, like, no, they haven't, like, sat down and been like jammed out to or something but Let it's impossible analyze this song it's impossible for stuff like that that, that that's that ubiqui- ubiquitous and trendy to completely be sheltered from no but at the same time are they getting the full context are they mm-hmm. getting the song are they understanding it no because it's not part of our cultural zeitgeist yeah. it's just it's it's only it, i still see it as not as a fringe but still border fringe yeah but into to the guys Revolt and Friesen there, to their point, when your child is dying and the nearest doctor is an eight-hour walk away and your only option is to is to bring go to the to the state-sponsored witch doctor who's being paid to, to live in your village and practice his art, says, I can help you out. Yep. You do what you can. No plan of B. Of course you're going to try no it. No plan B. Right. They do what they have to do, and when that doesn't work, they f- and and if they're lucky, or it does work, but also invites in the thing. That's true. Like the idea that, like, the idea that like demons are powerless. That's not true either. They're nope. powerless against the presence of Christ. Yeah, but they can do shit. They can do shit. But that that's just it, right? It People comes have to, to know. To bring Christ into it, well, the, in the order is, to actually well, I mean, defeat the evil. No, no, it comes with the price, is what it is. It's like, oh, there's, there's, there's no actual salvation. You're just coming at it with a different cost. It's yeah, going to cost exactly. you more. Is it, uh, you, you get you Tom, get to keep your, you get Perfect to keep example. your kid, but now your kid is forever inflicted. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, it's, and that there's Thomas Soul. There is no, there is no, um, fuck. What's the word? There's no solution. There's only trade-offs. Where that's. Where Christ is the final solution, He is the solution of solutions. He can, He can make your life worth living and give you true salvation. Where Satan is a trade-off. You're you're you you may be getting something, but you're going to be trading off part of your soul for it. Which okay, is no, why I, dis- I disagree. Okay, okay, go. It's a it's a trade-off to become a Christian. Okay, yes. To become a faithful Christian, to to. Pledge faithfulness and devotion means literally dying to yourself, dying to your passions, and being willing to live a life for him and against your yeah. to mortify the flesh, right? Thank you. So All right. yeah, no, making, I, making I, the faith I, I your stand, own beca- comes at a price. Yeah, it's it's not a free lunch of like Jesus is not only gonna save you and heal you, but you also get to do whatever the hell you want. I well that's stand exactly corrected, why people fall Devin's away from Christianity. Cur- you're going to hear it here first. Devin's right on this one. 
And uh, you're right. I, but I my being my being right also affirms what you said. Of there's no free lunch, <laughs> just trade offs. So. You need right. a clapping sound effect. It's <laughs> 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 a swear button. That's what you get. That's all you get. You don't get nothing more than that. Or um, <laughs> what no do claps, other other cultures button. do? Like snaps? No, not this one. No. That's actually click and pop joints. It feels very woke to me. It's like snaps for no, Tracy. That that's uh that's um what do you call it? That's uh, oh, the, slam poetry. The beatniks. <laughs> hey. All right. <laughs> I is, think we fucking there, is, dragged on. Was there anything that you because like, we went Devin, off on a whole tangent? Or sorry, Amanda, do you have any other questions? Because you didn't get to hear our interview, and it was fucking. It was the best. As Trump would say. You're doing Trump hands. <laughs> the best. <laughs> um, I didn't say much. It was really good. No, there were so many tangents. A couple times I was like, I need to bring this back to mm-mm, mm-mm. the guys. But I didn't have the words and I'm not good at interrupting. <sighs> like um, a good woman of God. <laughs> <laughs> you just create... You just... You just you just doomed like three feminists to bail worship. <laughs> oh, sticks and stones may hurt my bro- bones, but there will always okay. be something. Um, I was going to say, Good. in response to the recent where you guys said um, the trade-off, I don't know if the guys brought it up during the recording, but after in their story, they were saying that there were certain times where they they really felt from the Holy Spirit that it was super important to, yeah, kick the demons out of a person, but then to fill them with the Holy Spirit and pray, like, a, you know, <clears throat> pray blessing in different ways over them so that they would be filled up again. Because if a person has had evil spirits taking up space and the evil spirits are cast out, they're like that. There's still empty space avoid, there. Avoid, 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 yeah. yeah. And so if you don't fill that void with what that person needs with like I, be- I believe they did they did approach yeah, that. With yeah. God they, and Christ, they, right? They, they talked about it and I During your recording? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. they talked about like you can't just kick them out, you need to fill people with the Well Holy Mike Spirit. even talked about it multiple times, so mm-hmm. you're not done yet. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. not you're not done until like this is this is like seen all the way through both sides of it. Yeah. Um so there's a part there that I get and I'm glad they addressed. However, there's a there's an implicit gap that I'm curious about and I think it probably is not sufficiently addressed and I think they would even admit it is it's not just filling with the Holy Spirit and okay, there you're good to go. Like you can be filled with the Holy Spirit after one of these things be like, awesome. Like, all right, go Back to your life. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> and not have any kind of lifestyle to supplant the one of struggle and poverty and beliefs and interactions with demonic spirits and witch doctors and all that stuff. So it may it may boil, you know, inside you or feel odd and like, what am I doing? I got the Holy Spirit in right. me, but there's no... So I, got, I got a primitive There's example. no way to go forward and, and exercise the life of Christ in community. You're also totally boned. I got a, I got a primitive... That's very where you, I guess you hope primitive. and pray that there's local pastors that once they 
But that's what I have I'm, that kind of I encounter. They can. Example. Okay. There's so. a follow up, right? All right. So this is primitive. I realize it may not be as well thought out because I literally thought of it while you were saying that. So let's say hypothetically, you have now taken away somebody's house. And now you've given them a hammer to build a better house. It's like this is how you build a ha- better house. But you have not equipped them on how to build it. So what do they know how to do? They know how to build a shitty house. And so you've given them a hammer. Now they can build the same house but shittier. <laughs> but just as well. Like they, 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 But you gave them a hammer so now they can you, use nails instead of tape. Yeah, but it's still not filling the void. It's not actually discipling. It's, it's not, not actually giving them the opportunity to do something better or to build something better. You've just given them the ability to put nails on top of that structure. Yeah, like the Acts mm-hmm. of the Apostles is not the end of the New Testament. That's right. <laughs> right? The rest is addressing the churches that have been established in the wake of these apostolic acts Mm -hmm. and movements and evangelical events. There's pastoral advice, there's structure, there's groups of people that are there to worship God together and to learn and grow and help each other in holiness. Like, and you know, like Bruvold, he said it, like, he's like, sometimes you leave these places and you're like, yeah, I know that, that what they're getting is not good. With that being said, I do want to be encouraging and say that there was a woman that saw them a year after that yes. Gabe had been there and said, hey, there was this man who prayed for me while I was tied to a, this is a tease, she was tied to a tree because of the oppression that was on her. She was trying to she kill was trying her, to her, own her own kid. baby child. She was trying to kill her own baby. And, and there was men who that we know personally, again, no benefit because this guy's still fucking who he is. And he's, he hasn't gotten a book deal. And he prayed for this woman and she was able to breastfeed her child after being prayed for, after trying to... They didn't tie her up before they got there. They tied her up because she was trying. She was a, a danger to her and those so her around community her. Community tied her up, and he prayed for her. A year later, over a year later, he went there, and she was still. She was like, "I remember the man who prayed for me. Mm-hmm. I remember the person who came to me and set me free, so that I could take care of my child who is right here." And so as much as we like to say, maybe they not may not have the uh, communal dis- discipleship programs that are, we like to see set in place, yeah. she was still set free. Yeah, and yeah. And I don't mean to, I don't mean to say that there's no fruit. No, no. I, was, I, was, I wasn't not, trying to be accusatory in that language. That, that's like, not it does what I was happen. trying to say at all. But when, but when those scenarios are the outlier, right? Like it's yeah. it's one of those things where it's like that's not how societies change. No, and that's just one of the things where it's like you can see a glimpse, but it's like this is a long term project, you know. Yeah. Of this is a long term project for these people in Zambia to try and overthrow the powers of darkness. Yeah, and. Like right now, it's like, look from the outside looking in, I was like, I love what you guys are doing. But there's a part of me that's like, it seems like spiritual whack-a-mole. You need to go. I I fucking keep saying it. I know I said it on the last one. I think maybe you need to go, Mike. No, I'll be fine. (laughs) I'll gladly go. 
It's not work for me to go. It's 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 an adventure. It's fun. I'll be fucking great. I no, I'm sorry, but you I think say that. But no, I I think I've seen exorcisms in person, multiple, not one. No, but multiple. I multiple. I think you've gotten a little apathetic, and I think it would be good Maybe. for you. Hey, you want to go together? Come on, if, man. If I that was, said, that would be a lot of fun. That being said, I was telling Mike just the other night. I'm like. I've always kind of wanted to go to Africa. I know you have, but you said I could go. Because so many it? of their stories, <laughs> we go together. Your parents watch All the kids. All of a sudden. Um, because so many of the stories that we've heard from people that go specifically to Zambia with. Sorry, th- what? This leader. Zambia. Zom- is it Zambia or Zambia? I say Zambia, but say it's Zambia. probably wrong. Zambia. <laughs> For people that go to Zambia with. Um, this leader or however, like this ministry, they often talk about delivering people from demons. And so the only thing that stops me is a yes, money, of course, Yeah, that stops a lot of people. But I'm like, what if I get faced with someone who's demon possessed and I can't handle it? I'm like, I don't know what I would do. Just a straight left and a hard right. Yeah. Well, I mean, with the guys in that interview, they basically said every single one of them hit that that place where they were overwhelmed. Bruval got got knocked out. So they didn't say that on the Thursday night, which is when I witnessed. So I will have to listen to their interview with you guys. With Devin. The amateur Christian. That's that's all you, brother. You were on it. I was on... Because that's like one of the only things that stops me is it's like, I'd like to think I'm strong enough, the but re- physically I'm a petite. Well, I'm not. Okay. I'm. You're petite. I'm. Yeah. I'm overweight according to my BMI, but Fuck I am that. still petite. I'm short. And so I'm like, I do not have the physical strength. No. The reason that I say that I'm like, digging it down so quickly is the fact that I'm not worried. I have I, I haven't. A ignorant level of fear <laughs> where I'm like, no, God's going on my back. I, I may do what I do, speak the way I speak and do all those right. things, but I do not have a fear. I'm like, no, I'll be fine. Devin, fucking, it, it'll rock your world it, in a way that I'm sure I'll be rocked in the same way, but not in your way. I call asymmetric insight. It's not a fear Maybe. and trembling thing for me. It's not trembling. <laughs> When I say I worry about these things, it's not a fear and trembling. How about this? It's just a like, I'm confident in who God is. I'm not confident in who God is through me, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does. Now, with that being said, I'm going to put something out. Let me know if I'm outside. We can edit this shit. If the opportunity comes, money's there because of not just people on this podcast, but just money just happened to be in the right time at the right place. We go? I think so. Fuck yeah. 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 So if you really want to see us go, like really, really want to see us go, fucking send money. That would be an interesting, interesting thing. If you want to see Mike and I go on a missions trip to the heart of Africa. I'd go. Yeah. They might not the have us. The heart of Africa. Where is Zambia? Fucking I don't know. Heart. Probably in comparison nobody to the knows. Continent. 
Nobody knows. I'm just saying, I feel like every time heart. I hear people, Uganda, the heart, deep oh, in the, the heart, heart of, of Africa, Africa. Africa. Zimbabwe, Africa. the heart of Africa. I know, it's a, it's a continent. If you want to see as they don't have water access, so I'm sure. So. Okay, I'm going to be much more Egypt correct. Egypt is in Africa. I'm going to be much more specific. Yeah, but it's the northern, it's not the heart. If you want to see us it is if go to the specific country in the gigantic continent of Africa <laughs> Huge. that, that Huge. our connection of friends that do ministry if there. If allow us at this point. If you want us to go to that place where this specific group of people Fucking goes to do ministry, then, you know, if you want to sponsor us to do that or help, um, that would be very interesting. Shit. We'll I take it. We'll take it? They might do it. <laughs> I mean, they haven't sent money for anything yet. I had a but dream. I would love if the I Lord blessed us. I had a dream. I'm sorry. Hey, I God did uses have a dream. BCP, okay? I had a dream. Okay, I'm interested. Are now. you Martin Luther King Jr. now? No. Okay, tell us your dream. Somebody had a dream that they were trying to send us money. <laughs> you had a dream that someone had a dream you were... To the BCP podcast last night. <laughs> You had a dream that somebody had a dream that they were trying to send us money? No, I had a dream that somebody was trying to send money to the BCP podcast. And this dream happened last night. Oh, interesting. Fuck. Super. I like it. Since since we're being really out there so, okay. on the on the mystical side of things today, oh. uh, I'm just I think this is a good place to end. Yeah, so, but I'm not worried because okay. of who the dream said it was. Okay, that is not for the podcast, though. That is not for the podcast. No. Okay, no, but, no, no, no. but I'm if, just going to put it out there. But if you heard this and your skin just stood oh. on end, then uh, get with us. If Wait, you, okay. Did fuck. the guys give you any numbers about how much their trip cost? Like five grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said all in all, it averaged at about five five grand per person. Okay. So that's so if for BCP I, has... For if people give to BCP for a missions trip, they need five grand per person. Fuck. And I would love to go. So I'm not officially BCP. But no, people need real numbers. Why did I have a dream last night? One thing I remembered when I was on the board of our church is that our pastor said there are people that have companies or whatever he said. There are people that only give when there's a specific thing to give to they won't give on the regular like a tithe, but they give to specifics. So here's a specific. All right. Mm-hmm. If you want to see us go do this, it would be probably about a year from now. Yeah. Then there's a number. The group grand, from here goes around. Five grand per person. Yeah. Yep. All right. The only um, thing is if you guys get exactly five grand, which of you two will go? Or do you hold a fundraiser I, I know, for the other that's, five? That's Devin. I'm, I'm sorry, but... If five grand, just five, fucking, you're going. Yeah, that that's on my heart. All right, of, we we need to it. we need to save this for another episode or off camera. But I really want to know why. I will tell you're you so hard on that. That's interesting. Okay. Oh yeah, guys, okay, we love we're y'all. Hit stop. God bless. We gotta go. Yeah, we really do. God bless.